outside. What's that? Footsteps getting closer. A knock on the door. Do you open the door? Uh, I look through the peephole. Who is it? It's Naruto. <gasps> I can't believe it's it is Naruto. <laughs> you open the door and you let him in. And hey, gang, welcome back to I can't believe it's not Naruto. Naruto. Wait, what happens next? Is he in my house? Was it Naruto? <laughs> Naruto lives with you now. Good. That's what I was hoping for. I got Naruto's, that spare room, and I'm not Naruto's using it. Naruto's your roommate. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, who's talking to me? Who are you people? Um, Hang on one second. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto, a Naruto podcast by the uninformed for the uninformed. Each week, we watch two minutes of a randomly generated Naruto episode and try to figure out what the show's about. So uh, this week, I am, as I've been in previous weeks, Amy. Wow, what change. Uh, hi, everyone. It's me, your friendly neighborhood, Brendan. Uh, and this this is DJ, DJ Rubber Band. Holding us together. <laughs> Snapping into place with them beats. <laughs> I hold everything together, I snap in place, and girl, you know I'm elastic. Girl, I know. All right, so last week on Naruto, we learned a whole bunch of necessary information. Mm-hmm. Number one, the appearance of two new adversaries, Pyro Ren, so named because of his pants on his waist. Mm-hmm. That's, where, and, that's where they go. <laughs> and Gorp Lord, so named because of his pockets. We also learned that the village that they are traveling to, which is Monsieur Onions, now only Monsieur, because he has since lost the onion, because he's learned how to build boats, um, is desperate to build a bridge, because before they had no boats. So, excited to see how this whole boat, no boat thing turns out. Hey, Amy, I'm going to let you on a little secret. I'm not that excited. I wish we would move on. <laughs> I'm so bored of this storyline. I have... I have Okay, wait, sorry, I'll let you finish. And then I have a strong prediction. Oh, no, that's it. Well, no, there's more stuff about, like, Naruto and Sasuke's rivalry. Sasuke and Lana Del Rey are facing off. Jim Carrey's The Mask 2, Son of the Mask, is doing something with needles that are attacking Sasuke very slowly. So, you know, keep an eye out for That sounds like a really delicate way of putting that someone is, like, on drugs at, like, the family dinner table. (laughs) Like, oh, you know... Ryan's doing something with needles. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah. So the way Naruto has progressed so far, it seems to be that there is, for every... I, it's strong to call it a fighting episode. For every episode where they stand next to their adversary and just kind of glare at each other, there's also a, there's a corresponding training episode. We go kind of back and forth. So if my calculations are correct... We're just going to abruptly cut away from, like, the Mortal Kombat we were just in, and they're going to be, like, I don't know, picking up rocks or some shit. I mean, I'm sticking to my theory that no ninja has ever actually killed another ninja. They're mm-hmm. all just playing a very elaborate game of ninja chicken. Well, because every time we watch, they're, like, about to kill each other, and then we cut away, and then we cut back, and they're all they're all fine. No one has any injuries. I mean, I haven't confirmed that everybody in the show isn't just LARPing. <laughs> oh shit I think I think you're kind of on to something there yeah it just sounded like a really long LARP quest like meeting up with other LARPers in different cities what is life but just one long LARP quest oh my god so true and on that should we watch some Naruto 
I would love we to watch Supernatural. So, what episode are we watching? So, rubber band? we are... This is DJ Rubberband coming at you with the next episode. <laughs> coming uh, in hot. Love this one. <laughs> coming in hot. Remove your sweaters, people. <laughs> um, we are coming in with Naruto Season 1, Episode 14. Progress. Otherwise known as the number one hyperactive knucklehead ninja joins the fight! Exclamation point included. I bet Detective Pink Eye is the number one hyperactive knucklehead ninja. It's got to be. Yeah, no, can't think of uh, can't think of anyone else. No, nope, that's, uh, that's drawing a blank for me. And what time are we watching at? Uh, we are at fifteen minutes and fifty six seconds for all the kids at home. I want to watch my roommate. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, everyone, welcome back. So we just got finished watching our two-minute um, odyssey of Naruto. And let me tell you, this one was a banger. I was really wrong with my prediction. There's no training here. They're in the fight of their lives. So they're in this, like, really serene little, like, ice mirror castle. And we open on Sasuke, who is divided. like a carnival funhouse. Yes, exactly. And but it's def- the only person in the mirror is Jim Carrey's The Mask 2, Son of the Mask. Well, he was Jim Carrey's The Mask 2, Son of the Mask last time. So, uh, what, who, who is he now? Jim Carrey's The Mask 3, still in development. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> His name only gets longer. <laughs> okay. So, um... It, it's clearly a trap for Sasuke, because Sasuke is, we open on our boy Sasuke, he's kind of figured out how to get out, though, and he's like, okay, I've got it, so I'm gonna attack the mirrors from the inside, and then Naruto is gonna attack the mirrors from the outside, and together we can kind of smash them. And then Naruto shows up, he's like, hey, what's up, I'm here to rescue you, and Sasuke just gives him so much lip, he's so angry at him, because objectively, he's dumb as hell. Like, this is the equivalent <laughs> of Sasuke being in prison, and Naruto, like, not breaking Sasuke out, but breaking himself into the same prison cell. And I mean, like, here, I'm, I'm going to help you now. We're both in the exact same scenario. So <laughs> let's brainstorm, buddy. <laughs> let's brainstorm, my bud. <laughs> so we cut away to Detective Pink Eye and Sakura. I don't know where they are, but they're also being like, God, what a fucking dumbass. <laughs> and then Sasuke uses a new jutsu, new jutsu alert. Uh, it's called the Fireball Jutsu. Fireball. Uh, fireball Jutsu. Um, and he just kind of sneezes into his hand and a whole bunch of fire comes out. And I will say, not in a ball shape, just fire. And it doesn't do anything. Uh, and then Naruto, hey, you guys you guys want to guess what, what Jutsu Naruto uses? Oh my gosh, Naruto. He's got so many. Naruto's Jutsu, he... He turned into a sexy lady. Ah, that would have been honestly more effective, but actually he turns into uh, the Shadow Clone Jutsu, and now instead of one dumbass, there's like 15 dumbasses. And Sasuke's like, no, don't do that for some reason. And then the episode ends. I'm imagining that all of his Jutsus have like one fifteenth of his brain power. So <laughs> so they're all about... Listen, one fifteenth of zero is still zero. So. Oh, ooh. 
Naruto. Oh, shit. Brendan was on the sidelines watching yeah. Naruto do this with Kakashi and Sakura. Absolutely. Listen, you can only watch him fuck up so many times before you just start to lose faith on your roommate. <laughs> I'm sure they're all like contributing to their podcast like this idiot. Yeah, so it looks like uh, Sasuke's um, and Sakura's podcast had a guest star this week because Detective Pink Eye has taken over Sasuke's role on the shit talking podcast. What do we, what do we learn? Uh, what did we learn? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, that's a really good summation of events. I don't really think I learned anything other than Naruto is super than I thought. And honestly, Jim Carrey's The Mask 3, still in development's mask, is really cool looking. I don't think mm-hmm. I appreciated that on past rewatches. So I'm just going to say for now, he does not have to go to the fashion corner. Wow. And also, it, having 50 of him there in the funhouse does help us pay attention to his, his truly his best qualities. I will put Sasuke there, though, because that boy needs to buy some pants. It's so much skin to be exposed to all those needles. Well, Maybe he just, like, runs really warm. His upper thighs blend in well with the snow. What else do you want from him? (laughs) Guys, what if we go on a snow expedition? And I need to hide my upper thighs, not my legs, my thighs. (laughs) <laughs> you guys are going to be regretting that you didn't bring your snow shorts like me. Yeah. I also think it's interesting that Sasuke and Naruto don't know what a mirror is because they, they keep saying mirror, but they don't see themselves in the mirror. They see a different guy. So that's what we call in the business a window. <laughs> <laughs> that was extremely well played. <laughs> Man, can't argue with that. No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, so I think... It's pretty clear what's going on, so I don't think we need to understand much about what we watched, but we do have a lot of gaps to fill in. How did we get into Ice Castle Fortress land, and how do we leave it? Because that was, like, right in the middle of the episode. So hmm. we, gotta, we gotta weave our yarn together. Well, if the journey of Naruto has taught me anything, I think... And it hasn't. <laughs> and it hasn't. Perhaps a boat was used to get from location one to location two. Oh, shit. Can I present an idea that's somewhat foolish? Um, we're not about, we're only about serious, um, facts on this podcast, so I'll, 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 I'll humor you just this once, but next time come a prepared Maybe he facts. taped all his needles from the back together real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and made all And made an ice mirrors. prison? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. So he froze the needles. Yes. And then taped them together to make this big ice castle. You can't see the back of the mirrors. You don't know. I think you're right. I think that's okay. That's how long did that take? And what was Sasuke doing this entire Wait, time? No. And that's why when Naruto's like, don't worry, I'll just make a thousand of me to kick these mirrors down. Sasuke's like, it won't work, you fool. He's used Gorilla Glue. This episode's sponsored <laughs> by Gorilla Glue. <laughs> Wait, this episode of our podcast or this episode of Naruto? Yes. Wow. When are we seeing that Gorilla Glue money? 
You know it's all about that Gorilla Glue money. So is Lana Del Rey just fucked up or what? What? Yeah, where did Lana Del Rey go? Hmm. Also, Maybe in this world, one needs to be sac- one person needs to be sacrificed for every 40 mirrors. Lana <laughs> 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 yeah, Del Rey I guess. gave his life for the mirror maze. Oh, wait, speaking of giving his life, what happened to Monsieur Tuyon, the son of Monsieur Onion? Oh my! He's fine because he's nowhere to be found. He's fine. He's fine. He's just he's. I'll I'll wait by the boat. Uh, this yeah, this he's in the like, water. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay, I, I I have a question then about because I think this ep, like plot wise this episode's pretty straightforward. What is Jim Carrey's The Mask Three still in development? What is what is his overall plan? Like what is he? What's he getting at? Because I know he's fighting our boys, but why is he fighting our boys? Hmm. We haven't checked well, in in villain in villain land in a little bit. I just want to know what those nasty little guys are up to. You know, Naruto's a very zany boy, and mm. you know, some people don't like zany. Some people, you know, if they're going to have a sauce, you know, they want it, you know, mild, creamy. You know, they don't want it to challenge them. Or Naruto, ramen he's a, sauce. He's a pusher. Okay? okay. You know. He sells drugs. Uh, mm -hmm. (laughs) he, uh, he is a challenging boy who has a lot of spunk and maybe that just doesn't jive right with Jim Carrey's The Mask 3 still in development. (laughs) So he's in the anti-funk league. Okay. I like this. Yeah. Like, like Jim Carrey's The Mask 3 is like a classical pianist and... Naruto is like a jazz band, you know. No, 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 don't give him that much. Naruto is play that that funky music, white boy. Naruto is (laughs) ska. Yeah, Naruto is yes. Like it's music, but God, is it challenging? (laughs) It's music, but is it? (laughs) We're just we're just at a difference of philosophies here. That's really Mm -hmm. what their button heads about. I Mm -hmm. think that Lana Del Rey and Jim Carrey's The Mask Three, still in development, are working together. And mm-hmm. out of love for Jim Carrey's The Mask 3, Still in the Lana Del Rey, no, all the way around. Whichever one left the village first, whichever one's not the bounty hunter. Um, Lana Del Rey, Jim Carrey's The Mask 3, Still in Development, was ostensibly hunting Lana Del Rey. Yes, but he turned against his village it. because he's in love with Lana Del Rey. Oh shit, it's a love story. It's a love story, baby. Don't even worry about it. Oh my god. I love it. So I love it. I think honestly what it is is they were trying to get to um the marriage hall and mm-hmm. at some point in time Lana Del Rey was like, Well, I'm just gonna pop over here and murder these tree ninjas real quick because I'm from the hidden mist village and something something about a bridge. Um, yeah, since I'm on a bridge. And uh, that's where we are now. <laughs> okay. So we're really rooting for Jim Carrey's The Mask 3 still in development then. Because I have I have no reason to root for Naruto at this point at all. But yeah, I no, Jim, behind, Jim Carrey's love. The Mask 3 just kind of got fucked over, you know, mm-hmm. on the way to her beautiful wedding ceremony. Mm-hmm. And she's just trying to get her life back together, you know, capture mm-hmm. that finicky husband of hers, you know, yeah. get, get stuff moving. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's. I think we should watch the next one and see if they get any closer to love. 
Let's go see if we can hear wedding bells. Are they are they gonna get the final rose? I don't know, but we'll find out in the next episode, which is called. The next one is called Zero Visibility. The Sharing Gun Shatters. I was hoping it wouldn't. And Mari, what time should we watch at? We should watch at 14 minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, good as time as any. <laughs> All right. My time on Earth has taught me anything. It's as good as time as any. And with that pearl of wisdom, let's go watch our boy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Hi. Uh, we just watched another two minutes, and wowza, <laughs> that was something. It, listen, it was a lot of things. I would say something is one of them. If last episode was a burbling creek this is rushing rivers. I don't know what's going on. My canoe is tipped over and my team is somewhere else. Help us. We're in the water. And we're, also we're in the water. There's many a rock ahead. We open on Detective Pink Eye and Lana Del Rey. Uh, Lana Del Rey is doing a fantastic monologue um, to Detective Pink Eye about an event that happened between them in the past. It appears that Lana Del Rey was almost dead, like just just covered in little spiky boys attached to a tree. Detective Pink Eye was looking over him and was like, you're going to die. And then we flash back even further back (laughs) to the showdown between Detective Pink Eye and Lana Del Rey. Detective Pink Eye, Pink Eye is full out. It is like on display. Uh, crazy colors, looking looking wild. There is no blindfold. Did I just miss that part? (laughs) Um, and apparently he is something called the Isharingan, which is an ability, and he has both a perceptive eye and a hypnotic eye. I'm gonna guess that the pink eye is the hypnotic one, or maybe the perceptive one. I don't know. He has two eyes. Sexy eye. Um, and so using his ability, Lana Del Rey was convinced that Detective Pink Eye could see the future. He was detecting all of his movements. He was performing the same jutsu as him. And to, to quote <laughs> Lana Del Rey, it got him in a ruffle. It did get him in a ruffle. It's bland. It's potato flavored. It's a bad chip. Well, there goes our ruffle sponsorship, Brendan. <laughs> Thanks. Fuck. I thought we, we closed that? <laughs> oh, damn it. And so he thought that Detective Pink Eye could see the future. And Anyways, we end you got on any to throw? the two of them seeing each other, mirroring each other's movements, and somehow, in some way, Lana Del Rey is going to get the upper hand, but we don't know how. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he's monologuing. And, you know, when you monologue, usually you have the upper hand. This is an interesting monologuing scene because usually the villain monologues their own plan, but in this one, the villain was monologuing the hero's plan. Like he's explaining his own plan to him, and Detective Pink Eye's like, "Yeah, I know, I, I did all of that. I'm aware." <laughs> How lucky for it. us that he gave us such wonderful exposition. Yeah, Lana Del Rey just kind of mansplained Detective Pink Eye's whole history to him. <laughs> all right, Amy, what are your? Do you got any questions about? What we think no. happened? 
Okay, I have a question about Lana Del Rey and what Detective Pink Guy's plan actually was. Because Lana Del Rey, I think, made a fucking crazy leap. Because what happened was Detective Pink Guy was basically just copying everything that Lana Del Rey was doing. Like, Lana Del Rey would move his hands, and Detective Pink Guy would move his hands the same way. It's the same thing like when you're a kid and like you just like kind of parrot your sibling. Like, stop copying me, stop copying me. It's like if your your older sister did that to you, and then you're like, "Holy shit, can you see into the future?" Like, not he's just he's just copying you. I don't think that was Detective Pink Eye's plan at all. So what that makes me think is that Lana Del Rey is part of a weird cult, perhaps <laughs> a Scientologist, because I can only imagine a Scientologist would see someone copying them and then be like, "Holy shit, you can see the future, and you know exactly what movements I'm going to make." Hey, Mari. I, I really like this as a concept, but I don't think we can afford to lose our Ruffle sponsorship, <laughs> our Naruto fan base, and the Scientologists all in one episode. Tom Cruise is going to absolutely murder us on Twitter. Right. Tom Cruise funds this entire show. Ooh, or is he going to crucify us? Pew, pew, pew! <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to get any airtime. Tom Cruise is going to shut this operation down. <laughs> Uh, I'm not. A, I ain't afraid of no cruise. No, I, I think you're right. Actually, I, I am 100% on board with um, Detective Pink Eye being a Scientologist. Sp- no, no, no. How- Lana Del Rey is a Scientologist. Sorry, you're right. I'm so dumb. Maybe I'm the Scientologist. Actually, though, if I think of like the aura around Lana Del Rey, I can imagine her being a little culty. You know, like she she probably you know heads to mm-hmm. a meeting or two and maybe. Dabbles. You know, humans are space aliens that were deposited here for later <laughs> harvesting. I don't know. Just to clarify, you're talking about Lana Del Rey the artist or Lana Del Rey the anime character, also known as the Booze the D. <laughs> the baseball pant wearing, cowhide I mean, arm leg sporting, big sword wheeling son of a bitch. Do their, do their two essences not mix? They do. They're really one and the same. <laughs> okay, Mari, I have a question for you because I am so on board with um, Lana Dore being a Scientologist. Now, in Naruto land, what does the Church of Scientology believe? Is it the same thing that it believes in on our Ooh. universe? Or do they have their own set of, let's say, fun and wacky ideas? Well, okay, I still think that they do their, like, recording your thoughts. What, what do they call it? Like, unloading... Or whatever. Percepting. <laughs> got the eye of perception, baby. Yeah, they, they still do that. Alright, I want to chuck something at you guys, because we only know a few things about Detective Pink Eye. Mm. And because there there were still there were still a few minutes left in this episode, and I think there was time for a crazy reveal. What do we know about Detective Pink Eye so far? One, he's a detective. <laughs> Two, he's got Pink Eye. Three, <laughs> he's a shark. And number four, he's a time traveler. I think Lana Del Rey is going to get to the end of this whole fucking bit where he's like, yeah, Detective Pink Eye, I figured you out. You're just, you're a fraud. Detective Pink Eye is like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then he pulls out like a little future device and then he gets in his DeLorean and flies back to the year 1992. Wait, why is he a fraud? Can you not both be a detective and a time traveler? Well, so Detective Lana Del Rey was saying that Detective Pink Eye doesn't actually see the future, but he's wrong as hell. Detective Pink Eye oh. is from the year 2008. 
Yeah, you know Lana Del Rey is 3,000 and late. Wait, I love he that. He wrote that line. He was in the recording studio and he wrote that line. Yeah, he did. Could I propose an alternative theory, which is that yeah, Kakashi does experience visions, but they're incredibly useless. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, he can see the future, but either he only gets, like, 30 seconds of a battle that is completely indistinguishable from any other battle he's fought, or it's just, like, him buying milk at the grocery store, and, like, the milk carton is slightly expired, and he's like, okay, I guess I'll check later. I think he gets visions of any place in the world at any time at complete random, so he's just kind of like, huh, (laughs) some dude in Kentucky is mowing his lawn. (laughs) And it's 2009. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Don't know what to do with that. He pulls it out and he writes it furiously down in his hints notebook. <laughs> it's like, what could it mean? Nothing. Man, it doesn't mean anything. That would be the worst thing is like a kid to stumble upon like later in life. Like, dad, what's this journal? It's just like weird scribbles like Kentucky man, 2009. <laughs> L- a lawn? Question, 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 question. Son, one day I'll connect all the dots. <laughs> Empty skateboard park. Country unknown. (laughs) This one, another just a tree. (laughs) Not a lot happens with the trees. Woman eats protein bar. Is late for work. Where? (laughs) Question, question, question. Kakashi, what was your vision? This one was a vision of the past. Sir, that's called a memory. (laughs) That one one doesn't count. Wait, that's even better. Kakashi's like, I just perceive so much. I don't have memories. I just... I have visions of the past. Yeah, but <laughs> so so does everyone. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, the one vine of the guy at the party while Kakashi's explaining himself. I'm just, wow. <laughs> you have visions the of the past? <laughs> Never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, I think we learned some useful stuff this time. Is that Kakashi has some questionable vision powers. <laughs> yeah, Kakashi's powers are off the charts. And Lana Del Rey's um, belief system is shady but unknown. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, since we haven't seen what happened with Naruto and Friends and Jim Carrey's The Mask 3... Undeclared. Um. <laughs> no, I think it's happening. I think Kakashi is having a vision of the past exactly while Naruto and Sasuke are doing their little you're an idiot. Wait, so you're saying this entire conversation is just a vision of the past? They had this conversation like a month ago and he's just like now flashing back to it. He can't control the visions. Oh man. That's so raven. It's the past I can see. That's so pink eye. <laughs> yes, uh, we got one sponsorship and it's Disney. Ooh, that's good uh, money. What a tiny and insignificant company. <laughs> They're on the verge of bankruptcy, I heard. They don't own anything. Oh, God. Does Disney own Crunchyroll? If Disney owns anime, it's all over for us. <laughs> Oh, that's the one thing standing in Disney's <laughs> way is Crunchyroll. I have the power of God and anime on my side. Anime on my side. <laughs> well, you know what power we have on our side? Uh, the ability to edit whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. I, w- <laughs> I have the power to see into the future. And you know what that future tells me? We're going to watch the next episode of Naruto. Yeah, I would love to perceive the next episode of Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Open your third eye, friends, or just your regular two eyes, and we'll watch the next one. See you in the future, lads. Yeah, wait, what are we watching? What's the episode called? Um, our next episode... I can't see that far into the future. ...is called uh, The Broken Seal. Okay, and what time? Well, you are just full of questions today, aren't you? <laughs> it's 11 minutes and 50 seconds. And that is episode 16, The Broken Seal. Right. That was a very informative two minutes we just watched. So darn tootin'. We start off, we're still on the battlefield because we live here now. And (laughs) (laughs) and they are I assume recapping another part of the battle. And we are with Sakura, Detective Pink Guy, and a man. Who's that? It's Monsieur Onion, only he's been hitting the gym in the time we haven't seen him on screen. He is ripped. Absolutely. You've heard of shredded lettuce, but this time it's shredded onions. Oh, shit. That's excellent. (laughs) So they're watching watching an ice dome, and we assume that is where Naruto and Sasuke are being held prisoner inside Haku, a.k.a. Jim Carrey's The Mask for A Girl Can Dream. It's a little... Uh, little ice mirror castle prison. Sakura is like, Sasuke's going to get defeated? I think not. And then inner Sakura, the demon that resides inside of her, is like, cha, cha, cha. And Sakura just kind of chaws through her disbelief that Sasuke could ever be beaten. I have, I have an important point to make here because she said something different in Japanese. But the English translation was cha, which is not English. Also, presumably not Japanese. I mean, it's sort of surfer language. Like, hey, you're going to do that thing later? Cha. <laughs> is that? <laughs> hey, are you going to do that thing later? Cha. Cha, dude, yeah. <laughs> moving aside. Sorry, Amy, please aside, continue. All of that. And there go the surfers. <laughs> um, alienated everyone. So then we have a little insight into Lana Del Rey's understanding of the events. He is watching Sasuke battle inside the ice castle, and he's like, what's this? This child is the survivor of that uh, something something about how his clan was horrible. Tragic, tragic. yes. Tragic. Uchiha. The tragic Uchiha. Yeah, had a lot of names that I ignored. And he's yeah. just like Haku, a.k.a. Jim Carrey's, Jim Carrey's The Mask 4, and that they both have tragic backstories, and I'm presuming all of their family members are dead. Uh, did I miss anything? Yeah, um, he called Detective Pink. I called Sasuke a ninja genius. <laughs> yeah, possessing something called the Kekke Genji, which I don't know what that is, but that makes him a ninja genius. Ninja genius. <laughs> Oh, also, apparently he grows quickly. Lana Del Rey is like, oh, 
So that's why he grows so quickly. So, you know, apparently he's got some growth hormone issues that is familial. I mean, how old is he? Because he looks pretty short to me, unless he's like four or something. He looks he looks pretty normal sized for a human. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. Well, okay, but don't forget, he is Sakura's Horcrux. So how long has he really been on this planet for? Mmm, no wonder he grew so quickly. He was nothing, and then he was suddenly 14. Very important point. Because he's a Horcrux, Sasuke went from not existing to being a 14-year-old boy. And what a fucking horrifying existence that would be to be thrown into. Well, I don't, well, I don't, Ooh, think, man. I don't think Sakura just birthed Sasuke out of her brain. He, he didn't birth him, she just kind of, she just kind of conjured no, him. that's not how, so- that's, first of all, not how Horcruxes work. Amy, lead into the bit, but it's a I good bit. I shan't, because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Wait, Amy, Amy, how do Horcruxes work? <laughs> you have to have the object, and then you put a piece of your soul into it. Uh, oh, good bit. Okay, well, let's let's say that Sasuke was, like, I don't know, nine years old or something. She horcruxes him, and suddenly he grows really big really fast. You know, Are I don't you know. saying that Sasuke <laughs> is, like, it. three years younger than Sakura and Naruto? He's just got a little bit... Yeah, he just... He, He's he just don't, on those horcrux roids. He just don't look it. <laughs> this makes all the comments you guys were making about how Lana Del Rey and Sasuke have romantic tension even worse. Wait, never mind. He's 18, but he looks... He looks... <laughs> he grows way fast in reverse. <laughs> back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. <laughs> Throw that shit into reverse. Um, <laughs> so he's got a super special ability. The ability to do what? We're just going to find out next episode, I think. Or... We could just tell you what it is. He's good at limbo. That's his super special ability. And he's going to limbo the fuck out of that ice castle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... (laughs) You have an impenetrable wall of an argument. I see nowhere to chip away at that. Much like Haku's ice prison. Brenda strapped to your side. A limbo prison. Uh, like ravioli, I see no escape. Mari, how low can you go? Wait, so are you saying that Haku's prison is something Sasuke could functionally climb over or under? Essentially, yes. It's all in the mind. Well, so Sasuke's a ninja genius, so I think... <laughs> He, the most devious of traps that uh, Jim Carrey's mask for A Girl Could Dream has laid has been a really low limbo pole, but Sasuke, being the ninja genius, just goes over the pole, and no one's thought to do so that before. I have a couple of things <laughs> that I... I have two main okay. questions. The first is, sure. it seems like almost every single person we've met has had some kind of special ability. Are there any just run-of-the-mill regular ninjas... I mean, Monsieur Onion hasn't really shown any proclivity. Uh, he suddenly got buff. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, no, I take it back. Roy He's no a beefcake now, I forgot. Roy <laughs> no Right. Um, the second question I have is, Naruto is 12, right? And I know. Um, yes, and Sasuke is 18. <laughs> yep, 18. And 
and I know that he is. What does he grow fast? The number one hyperactive ninja and all that. Knucklehead ninja. But if adults treat fighting Naruto with the gravitas that we saw in this episode, what in the world is fighting other adults like? There's no like barometer of serious. Hey, Amy, I hate to break it to you, but no matter who you're fighting, very little of it is actually fighting. Most of it is standing and staring deep into your opponent's eyes and monologuing for many episodes in a row. And or laughing while fog rolls in. That's true. That's an important Speaking part, of too. Fighting, what in the world is the giant circle in Lana Del Rey's giant sword supposed to do? Uh, aerodynamics. Oh, ooh, or, or, you know, you know, when you have a charcuterie board and when you <laughs> want to cut a cheese, sometimes the knives have holes in them to help you. I think that his is just for a really large charcuterie board. I love that. <laughs> yes. And the hole when... is there so that the cheese doesn't stick. So that ooh. is a, re- that is a really nice thought when he's out there trying to murder children, he'd just rather be doing charcuterie. I mean, we gotta remember that. He's yeah, a good actually, egg. we should mention that Lana Del Rey's real passion lies in <laughs> curing meats and assembling charcuterie boards for his friends and family. And Naruto's just kind of in the way. You know what? That's on Naruto. <laughs> yeah, like, he was about to get married, and then, like, Naruto pops out of nowhere. Each episode, and, you know, get closer to being like, man, is Naruto the villain? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How long? You're right. You've just kind of set me on like a mind tangent. I'm like, is he? (laughs) Well, the main thing I wanted to discuss was Monsieur Buff Onion, but we kind of already touched on it. But he had kind of like a sweat, like little handkerchief, like around his neck too. Like you know, like he just came out of the gym and now he's ready to throw down. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess I have one last little hand grenade I want to chuck into this before we wrap up for the week. Yeah. Um. So, Sasuke was... We learned two things about Sasuke in this episode. One, he's a genius. Two, he grew up really fast. Um, Who's the only other genius in the world? That's right. Sasuke is Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> but plus, like, with two oh years. Oh, my God. I thought... Got a blast. I, I thought... You know, okay, we've done a lot of crossovers, you know, what's what's one more but what's Jimmy one? Neutron? <laughs> and also, this does mean that Jimmy Neutron is a horcrux. Jimmy Neutron exists in this universe! <laughs> and he's a horcrux. Oh my lord! There's only one genius that I can think of, and it's our, bo- it's our frozen yogurt-headed lad, James P. Neutron. Oh. My god. <laughs> And now that I've now that I've said it, the similarities are just everywhere. I cannot believe I missed it before. So if okay, so if they're the two geniuses and the same the only one geniuses genius. are part of the same tragic clan, it's then Sasuke and Jimmy Neutron are related. No, Sasuke is Jimmy Neutron. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Jimmy Neutron grew up to be Sasuke. Much like Kakashi has a reality perceiving eye, I am choosing to perceive a different reality than the one person has presented me. Well, okay, so we're watching an anime. Let's say that um, Sasuke, in his mind's eye, also perceives the world in a more cartoonish form. And the version in which he presents himself, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. <laughs> like, when he looks back on his life, 
the the animated version on his life. It looks like Jimmy Neutron. That's cute, but he's also just Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> I will not I back down from this. I don't know what to do with that. Alrighty. Well, I think we've learned about all we're gonna learn this week. I refuse to accept that Sasuke is Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> Amy, let me have I this. I shot. Uh, shall we put it to a vote? I think we should put it to a vote. All in favor, say aye. Aye. Aye, aye, aye! There's a lot of eyes. All, in, all not in favor, nay. say nay. <laughs> nay. Hey, Amy, I'm gonna, need you, I'm gonna need you to edit out two of those nays. <laughs> I just, I'd like to present to you the concept of having to do the next hundred episodes pretending that. Yeah, I see you're coming around a little bit, aren't you? <laughs> Gavel down, Jimmy Neutron is in a separate universe. <laughs> or maybe we just haven't met him yet. <laughs> you know, if Jimmy Neutron comes into this, I will, I will take back all my words and mm-hmm. eat, eat something that's... I will eat an article of clothing. Okay. okay, so we leave it at... I don't super understand what we've learned, but all I know is that Sasuke is the artist never known as and will never be known as Jimmy Neutron. Mm-hmm. I mean, we learned we learned a lot about Sasuke. Like, he's the last of a very powerful clan, and they all have thyroid issues, presumably. And Wait, what? Well, I mean, he grows very fast. Or is that pituitary gland? Anyway. And we also learned that Lana Del Rey has a very passionate side hobby of curing meats and preparing charcuterie boards. We learned that that Monsieur Agnon can get buff on... uh, (laughs) On command. On command. Detective Pink Eye can see... Has questionable vision powers. He has visions of the past. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. the future. Lana Del Rey may be a Scientologist. Who knows? <laughs> and Naruto is as dumb as ever. Yeah, and yeah, Naruto is still that's dumb. Beautiful. All right, well, I can't believe that's not Naruto. I can't, I can't believe it's not Naruto. My name is Amy, and... <laughs> And plates. <laughs> and I have never seen Jimmy Neutron. This is Brendan, and wait, wait, I'm getting a vision. I'm getting a vision. Hold on. Someone's sitting in traffic. The year is 2013. Oh, that was me. All right. <laughs> Another clunker. Uh, this, this is DJ um, Socks? I don't remember. No. <laughs> Not even no, close. no, who are you? This is DJ Identity Crisis. No one help her. <laughs> this is DJ Identity Crisis. I can't crisis. help her. I also for... don't remember. I'm not DJ Kakashi. I don't have visions. <laughs> this is DJ Identity Crisis reminding you that if you have pink eye, get that checked out or else you might be able to see into the future. <laughs> bing, bing. Bing, bing.
thanks for listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. Have we just gotten the plot of Naruto so right? We have. You can send us your congratulations to our Gmail at I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto at gmail.com, spelled exactly the way you think it is. Or if pictures are more your speed, you can check us out at Instagram at It's Not Naruto. Uh, we will be posting pictures and screenshots of every character we've named in the show. So if our word pictures are somehow not enough to paint the perfect mental image, you can check out the actual <laughs> picture on Instagram. Or if you're 100, you can check us out on Facebook at I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. And finally, for all those who hate long format and love short format, find us on Twitter at Can't Be Naruto. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to I Can't Believe It's Not Naruto. While this podcast is meant to be a comedy, I want to stress that we do not intend to make fun of any names that we may happen across in the show. We do our best to pronounce things correctly, and if we are pronouncing something wrong, please let us know. Thank you, and enjoy. I can't believe it's not Naruto.